Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about The Omen? I am, because after all, we, we are, are the watchers, watchers of movies. Hello. Hello. We're back. <laughs> that was good. We did not plan that. Not, that happened not naturally. Yeah. Happened organically. Yeah. Um, so I was watching this show recently called, I think it's called The World's Greatest Ghost Hunt or something. And it's about this group of people, like five people that get locked into like an asylum. It's like a reality documentary, you know, whatever. And um, it's like three guys and two girls. And one of the girls is like, I really believe in, in like crystals and stuff like that. Like my mother like taught me like crystals like help you know, reduce like negative energy. And I'm like, that's cool. Whatever you believe in. That's awesome. Whatever. Well, this guy is like, oh, so you like believe in crystals and stuff. And I'm like, you're being condescending to someone, but you are on a ghost hunt. So let's maybe put in perspective, like you're making fun of this thing that she believes in, but you are on a ghost hunt that is equally ridiculous. <laughs> you know? No, they have to do that to establish that he's the skeptic. So then when something happens, people are more apt to believe that it's real because the skeptic experience. Yeah, something. well, I think he believed in ghosts, but he was just like, but about the crystals, like he was being such an ass. And I was, I'm sitting there going, buddy, come on. I don't, I don't think it's real. I'm sorry to say. I think it's solved. She, prob I think probably, she probably doesn't even believe in crystals. <laughs> you know, I was watching some video. And it was one of those videos where it was like an actual haunting caught on tape, you know. But you could see like this girl was like dragged off the screen by like her ankles. Like it was stuff like that. Like or, or pulled up like through a doorway. But I'm like, it's interesting how... That part of her body is just always out of frame. Like, you know, like, almost as if. So it's not the haunting actually wasn't caught on tape. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's like, it yeah. was definitely mm. fake. But it was like some TikTok thing. But anyway, I was like, you're trying to scare me. It's like when I get those scam, you know, like when I <laughs> send you that job offer thing via email, like when I get those scam emails, I'm like, you know what, if you're going to scam me, at least try, you know, like, <laughs> just try a little harder, please. <laughs> yeah, really make it count. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what have you been up to? So much. So, so much. Things. It's been like a month. Yeah, it's over been over a month. A month. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the Arrows tour movie twice. So the what? Oh, awesome. yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, it was incredible. So fun. It was spectacular. Taylor Swift is an icon, and anyone who says differently needs to get their head examined because they obviously have some weird bias that they need to work on. Yes. Yeah. Listen, she's the best. She's pretty she great. She works really hard, and she's really talented. She's a prolific songwriter. She's one countless grammys yeah uh, her she's a superb lyricist and her show was amazing and uh i was telling mike that i wanted to take someone who was on the fence about taylor swift to that movie because they would you can't it, it would be impossible to not become a fan because she's such a uh an entertainer like it's amazing and i hope she 
has all the success and happiness yeah, in she's, the world because she's awesome. I wish I had her work ethic because, damn, I could get shit done if I had that, but I don't. Said so I have this lazy work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get really pissed off when people would be like, all of her songs are just about relationships and breakups. And I was like, why is that a problem? Yeah. Just because she, and it, like, it literally, for some people, weirdly it was just like this weird problem for them and i don't understand it because if you show me any artist who doesn't make art from real life and uh, i you can't you can't possibly i know well like so, all of like maroon five and and bruno mars all their stuff is like that everybody I mean, is like that i mean just straight up writes like with his penis like you think like, joni <laughs> mitchell you think joni mitchell and bob dylan became like these memorable household names because their music is unfeeling and unemotional i don't know right i think people just need to check themselves because they see like this pretty woman pretty girl pretty young girl now a pretty woman uh making big waves and they get really uncomfortable and that's on them you know well, so yeah and a part of it feels like a little like mis- misogynistic because it's like oh some you know like oh no she's she's open and free with her relationships god forbid this woman you know has any sort of autonomy think, like, yeah i mean like <clears throat> she was just she just dated like normal people and yeah i you know it's there's a double standard for men versus women i mean you know i think too is that a lot of her famous her boyfriends have been very famous too and that's probably people are just you know it's not like if she was j- dating just like a bunch of random guys that no one knew i bet no not a lot of there wouldn't know. be as many it issues felt like with she it, was you know? targeted for a while yeah regardless no, for of sure who she dated like so yeah i don't know people just need to check themselves and enjoy the music so, yeah anywho yeah. but yeah so i saw that twice so that was really fun uh and then i w- started watching one of the most terrible movies i've ever seen <laughs> really uh, and i've never i haven't more it. terrible than like holy motors oh and my gosh <laughs> this movie is rough it's uh alan quarterman it, it's ca- <laughs> it's called song to song okay and it i was looking at the ca- i was flipping through peacock and it was on peacock and i was looking through the cast list and i was like how have I never heard of or seen this movie? Because it's Ryan Gosling, okay. Rooney Mara, Michael Fassbender, Natalie Portman, interesting, Kate Blanchett. Oh my God! And uh, there's somebody else. I can't remember. I want to say Christian Bale, but I can't. I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. But the cast is amazing, and I was like, "What is this movie? This movie is like all my hopes and dreams rolled up." <laughs> and then I started watching it, and I was like. I, I kid you not, I paused it at one second thinking it was almost over and it was only 20 minutes in. I'm not being, hyper, I'm not being hyperbolic. This well, is true. Because it was just so slow moving. It is, no. Well, it's so dumb. It's a cologne commercial in major motion picture form. It's a ton of... It's just a ton of, like, B-roll of people chasing each other and giggling and laughing in these really photogenic situations with a sort of voiceover. Okay. And that's the movie. That's the whole movie. And it's it's depressing. I thought that was a bug. It's your cat. It's depressing because I think there's a good story in there. It's like a love triangle set against the backdrop of, like, the music industry. And Ryan Gosling is amazing. So to make a movie that Ryan Gosling is in and have it be this lackluster, like, you really have to try, I think, to make it not good if he has a a main role. (laughs) 
I'm not saying well the notebook I don't really like but I'm just saying like yeah, Nia, I didn't like that either it's just it's such a rough movie and I think if they would have actually tried and written a script for it then I think perhaps it could have been good but I haven't even finished it I'm probably like 40 minutes in and I just it's so bad Lauren it's so bad I'm just dis- I'm so disappointed wait when it. did it come out 2017 oh okay I think it was like so it like went virtually unnoticed basically it basically it did your cat is really like is no one showering you with attention <laughs> he's getting into her oh face my goodness he's like hello uh, I need attention but it just it's it's so badly done there's just really not much of a script and it's it's a it's it's a cologne commercial i keep saying that because that's what it is if you if i came into the room and it was on tv uh i would think oh is this like a coco chanel like chanel number five commercial and and i love those commercials but they're commercials you want to watch something like that i don't want to watch exactly that's like i want to watch something that's like maybe maybe tops two minutes long yeah maybe well anyway it's it's a really it's a really bad movie and uh so that's that was something that I started. <laughs> He's purring so loud. Okay, all right. Um, can't catch it's a break fine. from him. Um, he just wants attention. Um, I don't. Well, I saw Oppenheimer again, as you know, because we ran into each other at the. Yeah. I almost said the airport, I, the I was movie theater. The Eras tour again. Yeah. Second time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and saw Expendables four, which was disappointing. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I haven't really watched anything new that I'm. Mm. Oh, I watched Over the Garden Wall. Finally. Oh my gosh, I that seen, is so that. that was fun. That is a heavy. It's show, really, though. it's really like, heavy, but it's fun. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's cute. It got me weird. It got me dark. like at some point where I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, that hurt my heart. You know what I mean? Like, or you're like, it's, you feel like yeah, you're gonna cry a little bit. You're it's like, it's more right. emotional than I was expecting, but it's yeah. good. It's really good. I'm glad that you liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. I love adult animation. So. <sighs> There he is again. I started watching someone something called Borderland. It only lasted for like one season. It's with Hank Azaria. Um, it was like I could see why it only lasted. I could see why it only lasted one season because it was just kind of like it was questionable, you know. So you haven't watched much. <laughs> no, I mean I think I've watched stuff here and there. I'm rewatching Frasier like usual, um, and trying to think of. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I would have made note of it. I probably did watch something, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing worth. Last nothing night, really worth mentioning. Last night we handed out candy at your parents' house because mm-hmm. it was Halloween. We had full bars, full that was bars. Fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. And then yes. I went home and watched The Omen. I watched it today. Um. Are you ready to talk about it? Yeah, I'm all ready right. if you are. All right. So, all right. Well, let me give a little synopsis. You do that. A synopsis, if you will. Yeah. Okay. So, it is about a man named Robert Thorne, and his son, his wife, has a child that is stillborn. So, in order to um, 
make the wife feel better, they adopt a child, and she has no idea that this is her child. Well, they ba- he baby swaps. He baby swaps big time, yeah. and they're in like an Italian hospital. Not that that has anything to do with it. I'm just saying this is the setting. So, um, though, as they, you know, as the child's growing up, his name is Damien. He's like weirder and weirder things are starting to happen. People are starting to die and or kill themselves around him and then um a priest comes to robert and says like dude your kid's like the fucking antichrist and then (laughs) robert's like uh okay crazy old man like whatever (laughs) and um you know as things start happening he's like maybe my kid is the antichrist (laughs) he's like i don't know and um basically that's what happens he's trying to uh, understand or, or uh, deal with this child who then like basically sends his wife into you know into the hospital and she's alive but um, then later gets killed by Mrs. Baylock who I think so I was trying I was like kind of conflating the two um, the new one and the older one you know in my mind as I was watching the movie um, like in the scene where they're going to the church i swear that i thought he said like oh buddy i'm not that crazy about it either but then i was like okay so that actually didn't happen in the 70s one it happened in the new one because Ah, i I was like i didn't i didn't see that part anyway so now i want to know i've seen this movie so many times so so many times what did you think of the film since this is your first time watching it yeah i actually i enjoyed it oh good yeah i think it has some pacing issues you know it's old it's from 1976 so Mm -hmm. that kind of works against it in some in some instances for me especially there's definitely some some times where they have to like you know there's some pacing issues there's there was a little bit of the story here like throughout the story there were little things that i didn't understand that i actually had to look up okay like i i didn't understand because well the priest is like trying to tell what's his name robert Mm -hmm. robert that damien's mother was a jackal i guess yeah but he didn't get to say it because he was interrupted and then later when they were at the grave and i was like wait there's an animal in her grave what does that mean i didn't i had no idea what that meant so i had to look that up and little things like that but i think it it was it was thrilling it was a thriller i was a little nervous about watching it because I didn't want to be too scared, and it wasn't mm-hmm. really scary. It was thriller. Yeah, and it, it's, it's not really scary. It's yeah. just unsettling. Really. Yeah. yeah, and I think that the I agree with you that the um, the chemistry between Robert and Kath, Kathy mm-hmm. Kathy was like really good, mm-hmm. and and um, and it was I I really like the uh, like the breadcrumb trail type movies where they have to solve this mystery and it's kind of like spooky right so i i actually liked it i i um i was pretty much engaged all the way through um so yeah uh, that's yeah good i'm glad you did (laughs) um i obviously like this movie i own it so i was watching the dvd um wow yeah um i have some I don't know if you know about this, but there is a lot of stuff that is connected to, like, a lot of bad shit that happened that people think is due to this film. Um, 
So I'm going to read this to you. This is on the trivia on IMDb. The film seemed to fall victim to a sinister curse. Star Gregory Peck and screenwriter David Seltzer took separate planes to the UK, yet both planes were struck by lightning. While producer Harvey Bernhard was in Rome, lightning just missed him. Rottweilers hired for the film attacked their trainers. A hotel at which director Richard... Uh, at Sorry. A hotel at which... Director Richard Donner was staying in, got bombed by the IRA, and he was also struck by a car. After Peck canceled another flight to Israel, the plane he would have chartered crashed, killing all on board. Jeez. Yeah. On the day one of the shoot, several principal members of the crew survived a head-on car crash. And the jinx appeared to persist well into post-production when special effects artist John Richardson was injured and his girlfriend beheaded in an accident on the set of A Bridge Too Far. Oh my god. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah. There's also like um some other things I thought were interesting that like Gregory Peck accepted the role of the tortured father because he hadn't been around when his son Jonathan committed suicide the, the year before. Oh jeez. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> you're killing me. You're so cute, but you're killing me. Um let's see what else. Oh, okay. So, to make the baboons attack the car in the Windsor Zoo park scene, an official from the zoo was in the backseat of the car with a baby baboon, but the baboons had no response at all. They then took, I'm assuming, like, they said the head of the baboons, but I'm assuming, like, the leader. It's just weirded, weird, uh, worded weird. Um, they took the leader of the baboons in the car, and the baboons outside went crazy, and so her reaction is, like, real. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, I, like, you would have to pay me a lot to do that scene because I hate monkeys. I think they're scary. <laughs> so, I, like, I don't find them cute. Uh, well, the little, little ones are pretty cute. But, like, I'm talking about, like, the kind that fit on your thumb. You know what I mean? Those are cute. But I'm not, like, the, yeah. <laughs> they're scary. I think they're terrifying. So. I wouldn't want to be attacked by one in the wild. No, no, <laughs> no. And I'm, like, I was watching, <laughs> I was watching those scenes. I was, like... What a weird animal. Like, it's just got this big old butt. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, not covered by interesting. fur. Like, yeah. it's just this weird, like, it's like ass. And you're like, oh, okay. It's very cheeky. <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. Cheeky. Yeah. I like it. Um, so I thought that that was interesting. I wanted to bring that up because there has been um, a lot of, like, speculation that because it's about the Antichrist and the devil and stuff like that, that that's where all the bad things have happened. So... I don't know about that. I think it's interesting either way. It's certainly weirdly coincidental, if not more coincidental than any. It's like, you know, so. Um, but I'm very glad that you like the movie. Um, you know, as I've said, I love it. <laughs> so, I. So, um, like the first. So, the first scene when Kathy. Wait, is it? Now I'm wishing if it's Kathy. Um. Kath oh yeah, Catherine, Kathy. Okay. So when Kathy is giving birth or she she gives birth to the baby and he finds out that the baby's dead. First of all, I thought it was and maybe I have to like kind of remind myself that this is a film that is from the 70s and so like 2023 morality and like what we would do in a situation is not going to fit within this. You know what I mean? I think it's pretty 
Wait, I don't know what you're getting at. What part of the morality? Uh, well, I guess, like, why didn't they tell her that she lost oh, her baby? I, I think that's, I don't think that that's, like, 1976 morality. I think that's just, like, movie fight. Maybe, okay, yeah, maybe, I don't think maybe. That that, I don't think you could chalk that up to, like, in the 70s, they often lied to their wives <laughs> about who their children were. No, it's just for the movie. Okay. Uh, because yeah, she was, I, like, he said to the priest that she wanted a kid for right. a long time, and this would, like, ruin her. Yeah, that's and true. And then you find out that the priest... Has ulterior motives anyway. They right. killed they the they killed the baby. That's true. Yeah, that's so right. That's true. The priest yeah. has ulterior motives from the beginning, which you find out at the end of the movie. Right. To have him, you know, adopt this baby. And you know what? As far as I'm concerned, that's what you get when you lie to your wife and you <laughs> insert a fake <laughs> child. You know, that's your do. I think that's your just desserts if you're gonna do that. I mean, the priest certainly got his comeuppance. I guess you know, like uh, yeah, uh, the guys. I mean, yeah. I'm only sad that Kathy had to die because um, she was the in- she was the most innocent victim. She of was. The whole thing. I know. I know. Like so. Damien's a little shit, and you know, I the think- thing is, I thought he acted like. I was confused because he acted like a normal kid most of the time, even when he knocked her off the balcony he acted like a normal kid he didn't act like he was devious so right I, I thought that was interesting an interesting acting choice i don't maybe he, he just couldn't be devious i don't know but i thought it was like is he is he like because he just he just was like i'm gonna ride my little tricycle right. and then i'm gonna run her i'm gonna knock her off and then i'm gonna run back into the nursery he didn't act like he was like excited to see her die or anything so I think that there's probably a couple reasons for that. First of all, I don't think he understands quite what's going on. He's only five. Mm-hmm. Second, I think Mrs. Baylock is hugely instrumental in getting him to do these things you know like she's like oh go and ride your tricycle around where your mom is it'll be fun you know and he's just like i'm a kid okay you know yeah but how did mrs Baylock know how opera like how opportune that situation would be well like, she couldn't possibly I think know you're supposed to assume that she's kind of like oh like the in like, league with the devil ah, yeah like okay. i think she's like supposed to be like a demonic so she force. has like this supernatural like yeah okay. i think she i think she does is the she, dog the devil i don't understand so i think this is my own personal theory um and like okay so in harry potter they have the grim which is a, a black dog that is supposed and i think this isn't just harry potter i think this is like um like a like superstition or or like a mythological or something Crypt- cryptozoology or, i don't know so, I don't no know. not Maybe cryptozoology because no. it's like it's a dog so it's you know it's like a anyway anyway it's supposed to br- it's a bad omen so like seeing the dog is supposed to bring like bad things that happen to you and i think that every time they see the oh, dog <laughs> oh i found another <laughs> i found another thing that was they said that um the dog wasn't acting like the way they wanted it to act. It was really friendly and like licking everyone. And it was just like, you're just like, I'm just happy to be yeah. here. You know, I'm just happy to have a job. <laughs> I just like this. Um, and uh, so I think that the dog was supposed to be some sort of like ominous um, okay. telling of what events that are to come. Well, I that's one of the things that I didn't like the pacing issues. I didn't like. So the birthday party is happening, and the nanny 
and the dog make like extended eye contact and i was started i was like this is ridiculous <laughs> there's like a weird music playing did, yeah. you ever, did you ever see kill bill yeah there's a scene where she like i can't remember who it is if it's um if it's with oberon ishii or if it's with vivica a fox but it's like they like make this like eye contact back and forth and there's music that's like i think i kind of remember that i like is that an homage to the omen because maybe sister, that's what i was thinking of i mean that but in the I omen would not surprise yeah, I mean, me you know like quinn tarantino's just a nerd at heart he loves so maybe movies, um, so yeah but uh anyway so she makes this like extended eye contact with the dog and so i'm like are they talking to each other what's going on right and then like a little while after that we'll talk about that scene but a little while after that damien makes eye contact with the dog and so i was actually wondering did the dog did the dog activate damien because damien seemed like a totally normal kid until he made that wicked eye contact with the dog and then all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, uh, Damien, you know, has, everything is, like, all hell has broken loose. Right. So, I was wondering if the dog was, like, like, turning, like, an right, on like switch, a, like, like an anti-Christ, <laughs> anti-Christ on switch or something, you know? Uh, that's a pretty cute on switch. Um <laughs> Maybe that's a good that's a good question because I you know I don't know because that is true like when you first see that dog that's when all the bad you know stuff starts happening and we did see kind of like that one hint of a scene where they're walking along that like little creek and they're not paying attention to him which I was kind of just like maybe just pay attention to your toddler I'm just saying like you're near body of water when he's like where's Damien and she's like he's behind us and I'm like why would you ever walk in front of your <laughs> child there. He's only five, I would have been like four at that point. Yeah, he was like a little little kid, and then he's <laughs> or like maybe even three. He yeah. was he was I think he, he was, was like two or three. Yeah. yeah, he was little, and um and they're like Damien, Damien, they're freaking out, and then he's just like by a tree, and he's like I'm here, like and you know, and he's like I'm a little shit, you know, and it's and I don't even. But know. it wasn't even they're really. That shits. was just being. Yeah, yeah, that was just being a child. It's like being like. <laughs> Like taking your kid onto like a skyscraper helipad <laughs> and just being like, we'll just turn our backs and he'll play behind us. Right, I know. <laughs> He's like, what's over this edge? Yeah. Um, I know that that kind of irritated me because I was like, okay, so you have a little kid, you know what little kids do, and you're just walking ahead of him with no care in the world, <laughs> making out, whatever, and then it's like, turn around, they're like, we had a child? Oh, right, I forgot. Like, okay, guys, get your shit together. Um, so I think you might be right that it maybe I kind of assume that the dog is like a hellhound. <laughs> type thing well like i like no i just like that yeah. word hellhound. hellhound yeah i mean that's kind of what i think i th it's obviously an ominous sign regardless you know yeah. so because every time it shows up something bad happens yeah so and it was like protecting damien in the house right and, yeah. exactly yeah um so it's that's a good question i don't know i don't know the answers to that that's i think right. it's i think it's like maybe a yes i guess <laughs> you know that's all right mean? yeah that's that's good enough for yeah, me yeah because you just don't you kind of just have to you know put two and two together or whatever so mm -hmm. um but yeah so what did you like 
So that's that was your first. That wasn't your first time seeing that scene where she hangs herself. Well, I what? watched the trip. Like, yeah, I watched the movie yesterday. Right. And so yesterday, when I was on my lunch break, I actually watched the trailer. So I saw that that scene is in the trailer when she's like, yeah. it's all for you, Damien. And then she jumps off the roof and hangs herself. And I was like, wow, they put that in the trailer? I make that reference a lot. I thought, <laughs> like, with that being in the trailer, I would have thought that it would only get worse from there. Mm-hmm. But that that and the mother falling off the balcony are pretty, like, really the only, like, the worst yeah scenes well i guess miss balak throws the mom out the window which is pretty intense yeah but so i think the suicide I scene is say, more intense than those because it's so I think weird so too. it's like really dark well and it's like you almost expect the mom falling off the balcony yeah, because like you're like okay the, mom. Yeah. the priest said like, that she's in right, trouble and she's yeah. like on a shaky like <laughs> yeah, she's on like a unicycle trying to you know? water flowers. she's like let me just do this super dangerous thing real quick yeah, I'll I'm be wearing fine. stilettos um, and I'm gonna be on one leg yeah. exactly um, versus like the the nanny kind of is just it's it's like shocking because you don't expect it yeah, you know you don't see it coming I, I have like <laughs> when I was watching the movie I was like what is wrong with all these Satanists? Why can't they just play it cool? Like, she could have been his nanny for years. Why'd she have to kill herself? And then Well, Mrs. I don't Baylock, think she was a Satanist, though. I, I assume that she was innocent and she was just a victim of... Wait, so she made eye contact with the dog and it, like, told her to that's kill herself. That's what I think happened. Oh, yeah, that makes that's sense. what I think happened. And then yeah. Mrs. Baylock is the Satanist or yeah, demon or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I like, legitimately well, I think that Mrs. Baylock is, like, a demonic yeah, force. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Because I was like, why can't she just play it cool? Like, right. this kid is only five. He's clearly not going to be the Antichrist just yet. So why do you get to st- start all these Antichrist activities yeah. right now? I know that they well, were like, they didn't want weird. Kathy to have another baby. Because I guess... <laughs> He wants to be he the. He wanted to be the heir. Well, he wants to take it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know. But yeah. I still think, like, geez, man, play it cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I, I've always, I've always thought of her as just an innocent pawn. Yeah. Not the, the first nanny. The nanny, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah we don't really... That makes more sense. And I that's even we, more, like, disturbing thinking of it that way, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think we're given... Uh, she has a name, but I don't... It's She's not that important to the plot, so it doesn't... Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... Like, it's she's just kind of, like, sets off a chain of events, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I always thought that she was innocent, and then it was, like, the dog was, like, hey, yeah. guess what <laughs> would be really fun right the now? Kill Bill, the Kill Bill dog. <laughs> yeah. I thought that that scene where she hangs herself, I, I really... Okay, I quote unquote liked it because I think that they did something really disturbing with it and that she she jumps off the roof but she doesn't just hang, she like goes through a window like she swings and yeah. breaks the window and the, so it's like ultra violent and I think that they they went the extra mile on that and I thought that that was uh pretty creepy yeah. and and in intense and then also when she was like screaming like I love you, Damien. I love you. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, I don't know, it was... It was like, Damien, look at me. It's all yeah, for you. It's yeah. pretty, pretty crazy. Um, yeah. And I think it, it was a it was a well-done moment for a really... I mean, well done in terms of... It's just, like, super dark and twisted, but it, yeah. it, was, it was done really well. I think the first time I saw that, it was super shocking. I, I mean, I've, again, I I've wish seen this movie, like, probably... Like at least a dozen times, if not more. So I kind of wish I hadn't watched the trailer just because that. That's scene. exactly why I don't watch trailers. But <laughs> I, I really like trailers. Um, 
so I, I, you know, I just think like maybe that scene shouldn't be in the trailer, right? Uh, more than anything. So that really they're the bad guys and not me. <laughs> but anyway, no, I just I I wonder how I would have felt if I uh, hadn't known about that scene while it was happening. I thought I think that would have been interesting, but. Um, I wanted to make sure that the movie wasn't like too gross or scary. Not that it would have changed anything. I had to watch it anyway, but I was a little bit nervous because I was like, is this movie going to terrify me? And uh, did not, thankfully. Uh, it was creepy, though. I mean, it's thrilling. Yeah, it's, a it's thriller, definitely creepy. But, yeah, yeah, for sure. But anyway, yeah, I can't believe they put that scene in it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. I, I, I don't really like when they put like the most shocking whatever in the yeah. trailer because then you're kind of like oh well everything's going to be worse after this but then you're like well it wasn't actually that's that not bad. yeah <laughs> you're like that was pretty like, much the worst death yeah and there's really only well oh no i was, I was thinking there's only two de- deaths that's not true um because there was the photographer the priest the second the second priest um the one that had cancer mm-hmm. and the the well, wife the and wife the and then robert he, well, yeah, he died Robert dies. Yeah, in the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is. I have to say that in the 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 remake, I liked the way that they killed off the mom instead of the way that they did it in this. Um, in the movie, I want to say it was like Barbara Hershey or Sissy Spacek. Maybe I can't not remember who played Mrs. Baylock, but they did a really good job either way. And um, they like filled her uh iv with like a little pocket of air (gasps) yeah so then she just died like of an aneurysm or whatever yeah um and (laughs) Mm, and it was very like (laughs) yeah i i mean i'm trying like i'm kind of like wanting to rewatch the new one because i am thinking i mean i really i was thinking i kind of wanted to watch the new one just i wonder if i own it the difference between them yeah i'm wondering if i own it actually um i'll look later just remind me um not that if you don't remember it's fine i didn't write any notes because i've seen this movie <laughs> well, I, wrote notes. <laughs> um, I did it today yeah um it's i feel like i sold it but maybe i have it but if i do have it i'll, I'll lend it to you and you can watch it so Thank oh you. actually it's on hulu yeah i'll just yeah, watch yeah. it on hulu. Hulu. i don't mind <laughs> renting it actually because uh i don't know how long it will take me to watch it once i start it right <laughs> If it's better than song to song, I'll probably watch <laughs> it's the whole better, thing. I'm sure it's better. <laughs> it's not a cologne commercial. Um, so what? What else? I wanted to um, talk about. So I had some questions for okay. you. Okay. Uh, that I kind of looked up, but I kind of didn't. I like I kind of skimmed this question, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really sure. So um, number one. So the guy at the end, like the Antichrist expert, Mr. Bukabakin or whatever his name oh, is. Oh, B- B- Bogen, is it Bogenhagen or something? Bogenhagen. Yeah. That's a cool It's like name. a Germanish it's name. very German. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's German. <laughs> He's so German that he very German. poops Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> and I can say that because I'm German. So all bets are off. <laughs> All bets are off, yeah. yeah. I can say whatever I want about anyone because I'm German. As long as they're German, I can <laughs> exactly. say whatever I want. Excuse me. <laughs> anyway, go on. Excuse me, I'm German. Excuse me, I'm German. It's time to roast them. No, anyway. <laughs> I actually met a woman that lived in, that was born in Germany the other day. She's one of the students of the dance studio. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty interesting yeah. talking to her. Anyway. Um, so, Should anyway. I just lock him in my bedroom? No, he's fine. He's, he's fine. fine. He's fine. Yeah, our listeners are just going to be... Yeah. Tormounted. 
by his mouth. <laughs> so anyway, um, so the Antichrist expert Bugenhagen. I can't. I already forgot his name. Bugenhagen. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Herr Bugenhagen. He was like, "The child will have a six 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 birthmark," and I was like, "Okay." So Robert goes to the house, and sure enough, on his scalp is the six 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 birthmark. Right. And I defy you. To show me a mother and father who would not have seen that sooner. Because the baby had hair. But right. you were like, wash, you're using like Johnson Johnson and Johnson no tears on this kid for like two years of right. their life. You're gonna see that right. birthmark. Like so I kind of and thought that, that was it's like babies have well, some babies have, I think I was born with a, a a huge amount of hair, but you still would see it, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I mean like he's wet, right? Right. And, and it's a raised it's like raised. It looks almost like it was burned in or something. Yeah, and uh, so I don't know. I feel like they could have maybe done that a little bit more creatively. Like they could have said, "Here, this is." I like to do this this portion of the podcast called Samantha thinks she's a better screenwriter than people <laughs> who are professional screenwriters. But I think it would have been more interesting if Herr Bugenhagen had said. Uh, have you seen any sort of markings on him? And Robert's like, no. And he goes, it would have looked like three little dots. But as he got older, that's when it would turn into the 666, you know? Yeah. And then and then you could be like, oh, when he grew older, it got more defined. And you wouldn't see it because his hair got thicker. Right. So why didn't they call me? I wasn't born yet, but <laughs> I think I could have helped them with that predicament. Because I thought I was like kind of laughing and I was like, Okay, this is this is ridiculous. A parent would know if their kid had a six 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 birthmark. Yeah, know. I mean, it, it is what it is. I guess it didn't it didn't really bother me that much. Or, but I, I do agree with you. I see where you're coming from. I like just it's think, kind of like eh. yeah, like <laughs> it's not it's not subtle. I think it would be more interesting. Or they could have just had them known about it, but they didn't really know what it mean. They just thought, what a unique book, you know, birthmark. They right. could have said like right. Look at our baby's unique birthmark, and that's that. That's the end of it. Because right. you know they don't know. What Especially that means. if we just saw, like we saw like a scene where they're bathing him or whatever, and we saw just the three dots. So then you're like, yeah. oh, well, that's nothing. That's nothing. But then later, yeah. you know, he could cut the hair and then be like, oh shit, those aren't three dots anymore. Now they're sixes. Um, yeah. My son's got the sign of the devil. Yeah. So, so cool. <laughs> so I thought that that was a little bit strange. But my question They've been is, telling the truth the whole time. <laughs> what were the priests like? The priests were evil. Like both priests were evil. I don't think so. I don't think the second one was. I, I mean, I, well, the one had the six 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 tattoo. The one with cancer. Right. right. And then the other one that encouraged him to take the baby had to know that the baby was born out of an animal well yeah an animal so I they think, were both like satanists okay so let's just call the first priest the italian priest and the second one we'll just say the priest right just to make it a little clear sure, okay sure, okay sure, so sure, the italian sure, sure, sure. priest i think probably was evil i i think that it's hard to not give someone the label of evil if they don't have a problem killing a newborn child you know so you think he was the one who killed the child i think so okay. i think it was the italian priest yeah i think it was maybe like a um 
group of them who were, you know, well, I need you to get I off think the so. Cable. That's what I mean. So, like, the, the priest was, like, he had, like, he got stuck in that fire and he got disfigured. And mm-hmm. then he's, like, trying to make atonement for himself. So, I think that that must mean he also was, a, like, in on it. Well... I think we could maybe put him into the same category, potentially, as the nanny. The first nanny. Not Mrs. Baylock. And maybe kind of assume that he was an innocent and something triggered him to do this. Okay. Because we don't ever see... I mean, we never see the baby be killed so we don't know if it was him or if it was someone else either way the death is like super suspicious if there's a big old like you know hole where there's not supposed to be one in a baby's skull you know sure um and then you know we see the the skeletonized body later of the actual mother of damien who was a jackal which is like (laughs) i still like i'm not on board with that even after all this time, I'm like, I mean, like, <laughs> I, well, I get that it's I was, supposed to be like Satanism, but I'm like, but it's an animal that gave birth to a human baby. Well, the thing that I don't, uh, the thing that I don't like is like, number one, it, he never says jackal because the priest is interrupted. Mm-hmm. Number two, am I supposed to know what the bones of a jackal look like in the quickest shot ever of a crypt with bones well, in someone it? Someone does say jackal. Okay. Yes, I think and it's the, the other priest does. Okay. The other priest says his mother was a jackal. Yeah. When did he say that? I, I think he says it when they're at the park right before he gets killed. I didn't remember that. Because I, I kept thinking, like, is his, was his mother a prostitute or something? Like, what's so bad about his mother? Right. And then it turns out that the mother was an animal. And I was like, a little more, a little more description about that would have been nice. Yeah. Because in my head, like, it would have been just as easy to have his mother be a human woman who was seduced by the devil. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, the devil can seduce any character if, if the devil can impregnate a jackal. So, I think it's creepy that it's a jackal, but I didn't fully understand what was going on, so I would have rather, I would have liked to have a little bit more um, communication, exposition right. about that storyline. I swear that, I swear that the priest says that, that someone says that, that the the mother was a jackal. Okay. Um, I... I- it's pro- they probably did. You've seen it more than I have. But, okay, the thing is, <laughs> so I actually <laughs> fell asleep several times during the movie, but I've seen it so many times. <laughs> I only fell asleep for, like, little minutes at a time, but I was like, I have to stay awake. Okay, I was so comfortable. I was so comfortable. But I've seen it, again, like, a dozen times, so I was like... Like whatever. Um, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I'm like ninety percent positive that someone says that, and I'm pretty sure it's the priest. Now I'm wondering if I'm conflating the new one with the old one, but I'm like pretty positive that they it, that it happens in both. Yeah. So I think that I, I like. I'm like. I just see it so clearly in my mind's eye that the priest is like the mother was a jackal, and he's like, "What are you talking about?" And then, well, in that scene, and they maybe later I find just out. didn't understand it. But they were in like when he came to visit him in the office. He was like, "His mother was up," but then it got interrupted, right. so I didn't hear him what he said. 
I, I yeah, I feel like he said it later. Okay. I feel like he said it at some point. Um, because that wouldn't really make sense to open up a crypt and then all of a sudden you're just like I to me I would have been like, Oh, it's a dog. You know, and I wouldn't have been yeah, like Yeah, that's it, what I thought. I'm like, right, why is like there an animal in this human's right crypt and I need some explanation instead of just I was like, So is the mother alive somewhere and they just buried something to like be a placeholder what's happening yeah and i didn't understand that until i looked it up at the end i think personally i could have probably left the jackal aspect behind because to me it was like my there's only so far that you can suspend my disbelief and an animal giving birth to a human is pretty much where i'm like mm. This isn't mythology. He's not human, though. <laughs> you know, this isn't what's her name giving birth to the Minotaur, you know, like, it, it, which is still half human. And I can't remember who the mother is, but you don't, you understand what I mean. You know what I mean? It's like, we're not, this isn't mythology. This is like, well, and also, actually, one of the things that I had seen in the trivia that I thought was an interesting part or something that they did that I liked um, was. Hold on. Let's see. Okay. One of Richard Don and this is on IMDb. One of Richard Donner's first requests to screenwriter David Seltzer was to remove all suggestions of the supernatural, such as apparition of cloven-hoofed demons, devil entities, or witches' covens. The golden rule was that nothing was allowed in the script that couldn't happen in real life. So a jackal oh, giving birth that's apparently an interesting concession that he made with a jackal <laughs> giving birth to a human child. Yeah. Okay. And so it says the idea was that there should be some degree of doubt over if the deaths were accidental or caused by an evil force. This technique of death by rare accident was re was replied. I don't. I don't think that's the right word was used in contemporary horror movies such as The Awakening and eventually was the basis of the later horror franchise Final Destination. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have hmm. you... Did you see Final Destination? I've or? seen a couple of them, yeah. There, uh, the second one, there's a scene where this kid is playing with... Um, water bottles and I've, i saw this movie years and years ago but uh, i remember this very clearly because i've like not lived it but almost um and they're like drive driving behind like a logging truck and the bottles like get loose from the kid and it rolls under the uh, oh, yeah, brake the, yeah. yeah and so like they smash into the so logging truck yeah. and then they die and i was like oh god this is horrible and i'm like ever since then i was like don't cause an fd2 you put that bottle in the cup holder we are not fucking around i'm not kidding so yeah um i was like do an not FD2. cause an fd2 do not cause an <laughs> fd2 um because my friends and i used to say that we're like don't cause an fd2 put that <laughs> bottle away yeah <laughs> um so yeah i think that's interesting that he wanted it to seem realistic but then kept in the jackal thing because to me that's like that's not realistic. Right. It like what <laughs> like in what in what universe in what newspaper have we ever heard about a jackal giving birth to a human boy? You know, it just that doesn't happen. It's not biologically plausible, you know? I right. mean, so <sighs> that's a little weird. It is a little weird. It would have been better if it was just 
yeah. a, a human woman, right. I think. And, yeah. like, maybe have her have the sign of the devil or something. Like, you know. Yeah, something. Uh, anything. Know. It's just. Or they could say right after she gave birth, she burst into flames or something. <laughs> you know? Or something. They're like, oh, she's super dead. Yeah, that yeah. that the bed she was on, also, we're, we have to get rid of that because it is on fire currently. I actually have to go. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, uh. I don't know. I, um, I always thought that actually one of the most terrifying scenes in that movie was the scene in the graveyard with the dogs. Yeah. I, the thing... Well, I'm going to lead up to that because I, something that I really liked about the movie and something that I really like in movies is, like I said earlier, the breadcrumb trail. And I liked how the photographer was like developing these photos and he was seeing, like, the way that the priest would die. Yeah, he yeah. thought it was, like, a damage on the film, but it was actually, like, foretelling the way the priest and the nanny would die. Yeah, I like that, too. And he took a picture of himself with, like, a line through his neck. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a very solid line yeah. versus all the other ones were, like, really faint. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that the movie did a superb job building the suspense of his death because I was on edge. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as he showed that photo to Robert, I was pretty much on edge for the rest of the time that he was alive because I was like, when is he going to die? When is he going to die? I didn't die? even think of that, when but yeah. When is he going to die? And it, it was like scary because you kind of like the photographer guy because he's the one who starts yeah, yeah, like, you totally solving like the him. mystery. Yeah. And, he's really and smart. So, and he's clever. Like, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, in my head, I was like, the naive part of me wants him to like somehow escape on skate. Right. But the movie part of me <laughs> knows that he is going to die. Yeah, in fact. for sure. So I really liked, so when they were in the graveyard, I'm just like, oh my gosh, is this where it happens? He's going to die with these, these dogs are going to kill him or he's going to fall on the fence or something, you know, but then he didn't. And I think that the movie is like, did that so well because I kind of started at this, like, I kind of started to get like a false sense of security a little bit. And then when he actually did die, it was still shocking, even yeah. though I knew he was going to die. So it was, I thought they did a really good job with that. That's, it's nice seeing that from that perspective. Cause to me, I know what's going to happen. I know exactly when he dies. I know it's in it's Jerusalem right there in Jerusalem. Yeah. Um, I know that he's going to die in Jerusalem. I know it's a pane of glass. I know all that. Cause I've seen this movie a bunch of times. Sure. So to actually, cause so to me, there's like no suspense, you know? Um, oh yeah. But that is interesting and that makes sense that you were like oh gosh when is this gonna happen like i don't know and i have no idea and like how is it gonna happen because you have no idea the all you see is a line through his neck so you know that he's gonna be beheaded or something like that you assume that mm-hmm. but you just don't have like i mean his head could get caught in the crypt and then like the stone slab could fall on it and like you Any know number something. Of things could happen yeah and yeah. it's like, like you just have no idea the lightning rod at the top of the church flew off yeah. and impaled the priest, Which, you know? so <laughs> When I was watching that scene, I was like, he had enough time to scream, but he didn't have enough he time was, to move. He was doing the Austin Powers, like, stop! <laughs> yeah, like and I mean, like, the, the lightning bolt could Get not be higher in the, the air, and it still impaled him, so I was like, bro, come on. I know, I'm like, you could have literally just yeah. stepped forward by, like, one big exactly. step, and it yeah. maybe would have caught, like, the back of your cloak, but you probably would have been fine. You know what I mean? Like, you maybe would have gotten a little injured, but you probably would have been fine. Yeah. Instead, he's just like, oh, no. Like, and I I think that that's, like, a thing in um, a lot of, like, 70s movies. Like, there is a scene in, uh, ah, shit, is it Friday the 13th? That's Jason, right? Is that right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Friday the 13th, the first one, where it's like the mom that's killing them. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's this girl, and she's like in the bathroom, and she <laughs> I started laughing because it was so ridiculous, but she like sees the woman, and I swear she screamed for like two minutes straight <laughs> before even doing anything, yeah. and then she gets killed, and I was laughing because I was like, bitch, fucking move, do something. I'm like, you know that you're going to die. And she's just like, and now I'm dead. And I was so bad. <laughs> it's like, so you so screamed bad. two minutes before, like, where's your sense yeah. of, like, survival? I right. mean, come on. Um, and I, so I think that that's like a, and maybe that was just like a 70s yeah, thing that's that they did. Yeah, the pacing issues. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, if you... First of all, you're in like this horrible weather. So you, like, why would your first instinct be to be like, oh, lightning? I'm just gonna stand here, watch it, and then notice as this thing is. I think he didn't. I think that he knew the weather was uh, maybe sinister in nature, and yeah. not just like a storm coming. So. It did feel sinister. It didn't feel like it was just a regular yeah it weather wasn't just event. Like a yeah, summer squall. Yeah, because he was like, like. It came up pretty fast, and yeah. he was, like, holding his crucifix. He must have known. I wonder if he knew he was going to... I mean, he knew he was going to die from cancer, obviously, but I was wondering if he maybe knew that he was going to die from something beyond the cancer. You know what I mean? If he, like, Could had an be. instinct. I mean, it, it's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, I wanted to talk about uh, the church, the, the wedding scene. Mm-hmm. So, Mrs. Balak comes and takes over as the nanny and uh kathy's kathy's like oh we're we're leaving for church Mm -hmm. i want him ready and mrs balak was like do you think a five-year-old would enjoy being in a church and i thought that that was interesting and then eventually she had to concede so she dressed him and then he flipped out when they were about to go in the church yes he did and gave his mom like a bruised cheek and she was like when they were at home later she was talking to robert and she's like he's fine he just got frightened is all and i'm like lady he bruised you like he really beat you up yeah like she had like visible bruises and scratches and yeah she was like i mean and he says robert says well why don't we go to the doctor and she's like i'm fine and i was like i didn't think that was for you it was about your son yeah who fucking attacked you yeah (laughs) And also, was that the, I mean, are we supposed to believe that that's the first time he ever went to a church? Or was it because I mean, the I dog so. activated him? That's the thing. Like, I don't. Right. That I wish that they would have addressed that. I wish they would have said, like, you've been in a church before, Damien. Right. Or he's never been in a church before. You know, I wish they would have said something like that. Because I was curious if this behavior is brand new or if he just never been in a church right i mean there's no indication that these people are religious you know Mm -hmm. i mean we don't see any sort of religious um 
what is it called iconography or whatever yeah. yeah we don't see anything like that in their house so i i think the maybe the assumption is that they're just not they're just like ag- agnostic and maybe they just never went to church or whatever yeah. well he went and talked to the pri- priest that's true but i don't know they also otherwise they, yeah they don't show yeah. any sort of religious but just because he might be a little religious doesn't mean she is and she might not yeah. want her child to be part of that you know or he could have been like very casually religious or grew up with it and that was just kind of a comfort i don't know uh, i'm this trying is a I'm lot trying to, of speculation know, the know. movie does not address any of that i just wondered if the kid had been in a church before right. <laughs> maybe down I'm, the line thirty thousand years ago his mother was catholic his mother's 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 mother was catholic yes and she married genetic <laughs> So that caused a lot of stress for the family. Very stressful. Yeah, I don't. I think that you just assume that he hasn't. He hasn't. Yeah. 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 I mean, a five year old. I was like, I thought it was a little bit weird that she was so adamant because I was like, woman, he's five. He doesn't want to go to a wedding. No. And like, especially, I don't. It was it a Catholic church. I don't don't know. It was an Episcopalian church. Okay. That's that's what Mrs. Baylock said. Okay. Um, I don't know about Episcopalian marriage traditions. I know that Catholic, they're long. long. Yeah. So I. I'm, I'm gonna assume it probably wasn't short <laughs> you know yeah it was the 70s um, it was probably long yeah it's like yeah. and i don't yeah i don't see i mean i guess personally if i was gonna have a big wedding like that it would be child free because i wouldn't want someone yeah some if child I was, to, if i had a kid and i was going to a wedding it would be child free for me i'd get a yeah i wouldn't yeah i would just I'd, be like sure yeah. yeah you can take care of them but yeah. i mean i guess the first the whole thing is that that's kind of like the well, I guess the death of the nanny is like the initial like snowball rolling into yeah. you know bigger snowball, but yeah. that's just like the second triggering event, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think it's I think it's troublesome though, and I keep going back to this that he didn't talk to his wife about adopting the child. I guess like oh, you do? You think that's troublesome? <laughs> He told his wife that Very their dead child was alive and yeah, brought a different really baby in and just passed it off as their own. It's super fucking problematic. Yes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yes. that's terrible. And it's he never terrible. came clean. She never no. knew. She never no. found out. No, she never did. Yeah, she died thinking this was her child. I was child. sort of like, I was on edge the whole time being like, when's he going to tell her? That no, gonna... she never and knows. And the doctor, no. the psychiatrist was even like, she feels like that Damien isn't her child. Yeah. And I was like, now's a good time for you to tell her could you oh my god could you imagine could you imagine that like your your husband sits you down and they're like you know that child you gave birth to oh my gosh i couldn't imagine it they died that would be the kiss of death i think yeah i would be like so you lied to me about a whole ass child a whole entire human being this isn't gonna work out, bro. Like, what do you think? I what mean, do you think we're gonna have some sort of peaceful marriage after this? No. That? What else have you so lied weird. to me about? You it's know, so weird. It's it's a very strange storyline. It is, and uh, I don't know. But to me, it's just like I. I mean, I think that what makes it even spookier though is that the the wife is like something's not right here. Something's not she right. This it. is not yeah. my child, mm-hmm. and. And then, and then he later says to the photographer, he says, my child is dead, 
some like this is a different he said something it was like i don't even know whose child this is yeah and i was like and i thought that it was weird that the photographer wasn't like i'm sorry what what do you mean by that the photographer (laughs) acted like he was just telling him the weather and i was like surely that's some more shocking story than you give him credit for here yeah the photographer's like oh okay like he totally understood everything i would have been like oh it's that what it's the classic baby died in childbirth so you adopted one that was born on the same day scenario right right. and then lied to your wife the one who gave birth to the child right so like okay him finding out or finding this little corpse of this this poor little dead baby like i mean i could see the photographer being like oh well that's sad it's a dead baby but how would he possibly know that that was his kid that was robert's kid you know what i mean because he doesn't know what's happening well he told him that his child was dead before that okay he told him that before that. that yeah that, that scene happened before they were in okay the, okay okay and then um and then yeah so robert got to mourn over the death of his child and his wife on the other hand on the other side of the world is about to get thrown out of a window by mrs baylock yeah so Ugh, the whole like the whole um it, it really it really gave me the major ick that she's like i do not want any more children i want to have an abortion and he's like i'm gonna do whatever it takes to make sure this pregnancy happens and i was like it's your wife is carrying the baby at some point you need to make her decision part of your decision because you are not carrying this child and also again it's a whole ass other human being that you're well, bringing into this environment i think that the the abortion aspect this is how i understood it like she knows that they she thinks they their child their first child is evil mm-hmm. she doesn't want another evil child he on the other hand i think really wanted the priest to be wrong and kooky mm-hmm. because the priest was like your wife is pregnant and damien's gonna try to kill it because he wants to inherit everything right and so i think gregory peck robert robert's character is like well if the baby lives and damien doesn't kill it then the priest is wrong and everything is normal yeah so i don't know if like i didn't see it as like a not respecting his wife's wishes necessarily i saw it as a like a oh well i can just circumvent everything by making sure that the baby stays alive and then the priest is wrong but yeah i don't yeah i told i totally yeah i i understand that totally but to me it just it it irritated me because i was like (laughs) all right i guess she doesn't get a decision on what her body's gonna have you know like you know it's it's yeah, I mean, I, that's I know what you're saying. I think it's a separate <laughs> issue than this movie I allows for, but I, I, I know so. what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's it's hard when you are struggling and suffering, and you don't know what's going on, and you're scared. And I think that he's just reacting how someone who is just really scared would react. You mm-hmm. know, I'm I'm trying to empathize. Like, I'm trying to put myself into his shoes and empathize with him, you know? Um, but anyway, that, that just kind of like got on my nerves. But um, let's see. You know, one thing I had to, that kind of, um, this is just, it's so small. I don't understand why all this didn't start happening on his sixth birthday instead of his I saw fifth. That, yeah, I thought that was weird as well. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. if six is such a... Um, isn't it supposed to be like the opposite of like the three days like christ comes back after three days isn't that what this whole 666 thing is supposed to be i'm not sure what the the 666 i know in the the book of revelation it says the number of the beast 
is 666. Um, I'm not a theologian, though, so I don't know the significance of that. Um, but, yeah, like when Jesus died and then rose again, he was dead for three days and then he rose back to life. Is that what you mean? Yeah, well, yeah. I think that there's something about the number six that is supposed to be like running like running like parallel to the three days or something like that or i don't know it could be i I've just read don't know it. it could be i just I've i don't know it. okay yeah. yeah um so let's see i think that the photographer was uh played a doctor who <laughs> oh did he <laughs> I he think looked so, weirdly yeah. familiar mm -hmm. so maybe that's what i recognize i want to say i think what's his name um i'll look it up david warner david warner yeah he looks like doctor who in this picture that came up oh shit he was the oh, he was in star trek he was the um he was the guy that was working for cal in titanic <gasps> oh my yeah, gosh yeah. he was he was the guy that was trying to kill uh, kill jack yeah wow. i know isn't That's that funny cool. oh my gosh i wish i would have known that when i was watching the movie i like i think i've looked That's that up wild. a million times That's and i've cool. yeah oh man that's cool oh he was also in penny dreadful yeah he's been in um oh he was in a newer doctor who but i'm talking about like the older he's been in a bunch of doctor who actually it looks like but i think that they're not um yeah that's right i always forget that that's him wow that's cool isn't that interesting yeah geez. it's funny how stuff like that you're like what that's him um man so he was in movies like 30 years apart he's Tw been 20 years he's been in a lot of stuff yeah, yeah. he's uh that's wild you know um he's doing stuff he's doing stuff you know um <laughs> you know what's funny i don't know but you know what you know what's funny uh do you know the actor jonathan hyde no he died in 2022 oh okay oh wow jonathan Just... hyde i know the name he was the bad dude in jumanji oh yes yeah I, yeah. yeah okay um so i had watched the strain and he was in the strain and i loved his character even though he's kind of an asshole but you know when has that been different um anyway so he um i was watching richie rich do you remember that with macaulay oh, culkin time, yeah. <laughs> he played like the butler yeah and i'm watching it i was like oh my god jonathan hyde was so cute when he was younger which is not something i thought when i was younger but as an adult, I'm like, damn, <laughs> damn. <laughs> and then he's also in Titanic, actually. Yeah, he's yeah. Mr. Ismay. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, J. Bruce Ismay, yeah. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I was just like, and I was watching it, and I was like, that is so interesting, because I was watching it, and I was like, passenger on the ship. <laughs> so cute. Um, That's funny. So I thought it was interesting when Damien knocked his mother off of the balcony. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she's in the hospital... Uh, she says to Robert, she's like, don't let him kill me. Don't let him kill me. And I'm like, maybe culturally he should have. I mean, I think culturally back then, the crazy like housewife was still sort of like a thing where it's like, oh, your wife's just like this crazy emotional housewife. So I'm like, if the two of them would have talked a little bit more, because they had a pretty good relationship. Yeah. But she was very veiled. Like, she was like, I think I need to see a doctor because... 
I don't think you'd believe me if I told you what was going on. And I was like, well, maybe you should try him first. You yeah. Know? And well, he was, he seemed like he was very open to, uh-huh. you know, like she's like, I want to go see a psychiatrist. And he's like, okay, we'll get yeah. that. We'll do that for you. Not yeah. a problem, you know? And I, I like wish he, that they would have talked a little bit more to each other, but I, I liked their relationship. Um, I did too. And it felt like they were married for like yeah you you mm-hmm. could feel like the vibe between these two actors was very comfortable like they had been married for a long time yeah you know yep exactly yeah. and uh, so I thought that that was really well done and um, he was an ambassador mm-hmm. so at the end. Uh, he dies because the police shoot him when he's about to kill Damien because he has to kill Damien uh, in a church like on sacred ground or whatever yeah and, and it has to be like a certain set of knives mm-hmm. too yeah and the that Bugenhagen Bugenhagen and the the police chase him, him uh, into this church mm-hmm. and shoot him and uh, I thought it was interesting that his old college roommate was now the president of the United States. And right. so the president was the one who adopted Damien. Yeah. And uh, they were, the photographer and Robert early in the movie were trying to like look through these like revelation, prophecies and revelation. And they suspected that it, like something they read in Revelation meant that uh, the Antichrist would come through politics. Yeah, I thought that, that was interesting. And now the president has adopted <laughs> Damien. I thought that was an interesting ending as well. I, um... I think that I, I, I like the ending because not just when he gets adopted by the president, I think that's really clever, but th- when they're in the church and he's like, you know, I mean, he's been struggling and screaming against his dad for so long. And then he like breaks this kind of like almost almost this like like a break in this like demonicness where he's like don't don't hurt yeah, me like, daddy or daddy, whatever don't do it yeah. daddy yeah. and and then and you you know i mean like as uh, like uh, i can imagine that as a father even though you know that your child is evil like how can you possibly plunge a dagger into the heart of this child that yeah. just went daddy don't hurt me like you're gonna yeah. be like oh, oh my god of course i won't hurt you you're my child sorry, i love I'm sorry. you sorry i don't know, you know? what i was thinking like, yeah. and it, it's like and i think that i think that the the point of that is that damien knows how to manipulate the situation you know mm-hmm. which maybe a five-year-old doesn't understand that but he's not any sort of five-year-old yeah so he knows yeah. better mm-hmm. to you know manipulate the situation so that he survives um they actually made a tv show uh called damien that was oh. with um i can't remember i that was maybe the one with barbara hershey actually okay um and I saw the first because I was really excited because I was like, oh man, I love the Omen. Even though I haven't actually seen any of the other ones because there's like three or four of them or oh, something. Geez, yeah, really? yeah. There's like a bunch of them. Um, and I, it just wasn't. It just didn't appeal to me. There was something about it that I was like, I don't know. And I think it was maybe the actor. Like I was just not on board with him. Like I was kind of just like yeah. bored by him, you know. But um, I think he was in Merlin. I think he was King Arthur in Merlin. Oh, yeah. I've never watched that. I've seen. Is that the one with Richard Armitage, or is that a different one? No, that was Robin Hood. There was like a Robin Hood TV show, and he played Guy of Gisborne. And he was so hot. 
<laughs> and I watched like all these gifts that he was in. And then there was like this one where he was taking off a glove with like his mouth. And I was like, dear Lord in heaven. <laughs> I'm like, what have I seen with my own eyes? <laughs> anyway, um, would you recommend this movie? Yeah, I think so. Uh, for somebody who has maybe like a curiosity to see a classic, I don't even know if it's a horror movie, but it is kind of a classic I think thriller. It the, yeah, I think um, it falls within the category of horror. I would say give it a shot. It's 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 intriguing. It's pretty suspenseful. and um, Yeah, it's not the greatest movie I've ever seen. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's just, uh, I think... It, it stays in its lane pretty well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, if, if you have any sort of curiosity to watch it, you should give it a shot. Yeah. 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 How about you? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen, again, seen it so many times. Um, I, I I love this movie. I think it's it's fun as far as horror movies go. I mean, fun, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm putting in quotations. But um, I really like horror, so... I like a movie that stays with me, and I think this is one of those. You know, it sticks with you. It stays with you. Uh, and I really like Gregory Peck, too. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. 100P. 100P. If you like our podcast, uh, go to iTunes. Please give us five stars. It helps us out. And thank you so much to Mike Myers for our theme music. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42 Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.